it's okay. I can't. Whatever. I don't remember where it is. I can't find it either on my phone. So ghost toes. Motherfucking ghost toes. Ghost toes. Oh God, we haven't done this from forever. I know, right? It's been a year. Wait, no, it hasn't. It's been but last it's, year. Yeah, it's been since last year since we've been in the studio. Um, but you don't know that. So maybe we should stop talking about it. <laughs> I mean, you probably guessed since our last episode was about Christmas shit. Yeah, that, that's a giveaway. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway. <gasps> dead giveaway. Dead. Dead. Death. Death. Ghost. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what this podcast is about. What? Oh, welcome to Ghost Toes. Welcome to the Ghost Toes. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. Um, it's It's been a bit. Yeah, I've been like... It's been some weeks. We had the holidays. Yeah. I got sick. I yeah. had no voice. Well, you kind of need a voice to podcast, so. Yeah, I was very, like, it wasn't even raspy, because if it were raspy, I probably would have gone with it. It would have been very Phoebe from Friends, like, yeah. when she thought she could sing. And then I'd be like, I can podcast, because I've got this deep voice. Yeah. And that's not how I sounded. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was just like, I, I would just go in and out, so it would just be like. I'd like talk like a boy going through puberty. Oh my god, I I sounded exactly like that. It was <laughs> really sad. That would have been terrible for podcasting. And then I I don't know if you remember Mad TV, but there was that like lady who would always be like, eh, eh. okay, no, maybe some people who are listening remember her. I can't think of her name, but that is what I felt like. I was constantly like clearing my throat, and I felt really annoying and annoyed with myself. But it is a new year. It is a new year. New ghosts. Yes. New hauntings. Brand new ghosts. Maybe we'll actually do another investigation. <laughs> All right. Oops. That's the thing we la- we've been we, saying we wanted to do. Look, we we keep wanting to do. It just costs time and money. It's also like we're really lazy and we are really bad with like planning things. Planning. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even the money. I feel like I we have it and have had it to do it yeah we just don't plan it <laughs> and, it's just, and then we spend our money on other things <laughs> and then we don't have money and then we're like oh we should yeah. have used some of that money to do ghost shit um oops it's okay you know we all make mistakes we're just gonna make it extra special when we do it yeah don't quote me maybe it won't uh, be so i don't this know be maybe cut, out. Be really cut that bad. out <laughs> cut that out Connie. <laughs> uh, Connie's been editing like all of our stuff lately, so thank you so much. You're welcome. You are the best. Mm, I don't, I don't know so. how I will ever pay repay you. Pay you. I don't know. I should just pay you. Pay me in friendship. Oh. <laughs> you always have my friendship. <laughs> Do I? Do I? Forever friends. Um, um Right. So it's been <laughs> several weeks. Did anything spooky happen to you at all? Oh, God, so many spooky things have happened. I've yeah. been scared all the time. <laughs> Good, great. <laughs> well, because I've been, like, in my home by myself, yeah. sick, for, like, a lot of days. And it was getting to the point where I just, I was like, I need to, to see people. I need to talk to people. Yeah. I, I love my cats dearly. <laughs> but I was just, like, going a little crazy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I, so... I can't, there's nothing like, there's one specific time, but like just the whole time since now and the last time we've recorded, like I'll be laying in bed and it's, it's, you know, nighttime and I'm trying to fall asleep and I'll hear something from the kitchen yeah, or I'll hear something rattling in the living room. That's where rattles are. And again, like my cats are with me, so it's yeah. not them. And I'm like, I don't know what this is. And sometimes I'll go investigate, and there's, like, I, I don't see what it is, and yeah. it's just, it's unexplainable. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one night, I woke up in the middle of the night, and I felt, like, mojo by my feet. And what I used sometimes have, like, if I can't push him with my foot, because he's a heavy cat, mm-hmm. I have to actually physically, like, get up and, like, push him over. And I went to go do that. And he wasn't there. There was nothing there. What? I had, like, a pressure on my leg. Yeah. And I don't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not. I, it really creeped me out. I yeah. was, like, he, was, he wasn't even, he was nowhere on the bed. It's not like he got up. Yeah. Like, he was not on the bed. There was nothing next to me. It was just empty. Nice. 
and it's not, and see i don't know if it's creepier that there wasn't an indent mm-hmm. or if it would have been if there was but it was just it was creepy yeah i definitely felt something on me oh man so Spooky. it's my ghost cat i guess <laughs> i don't know that ghost cat won't stop what about you? You always got some spooky shit. Oh, spooky shit. Spookly doogles. What the spooks happened? Hmm. Well, I guess the first spooky thing was I was real sick that week before we went on that break. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was having a stroke and I thought I was having a heart oh, attack. Oh, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. Like, I was so sick that I was lightheaded and the, the lightheaded thing started making me freak out. And I was just like, oh, God. And I was like, am I losing feeling in my limbs mm-hmm. so i was and i'm like my heart was all fucking racing i'm like oh god it's a heart worst. attack and i was like googling heart attack symptoms in women and i'm like this is a heart attack for sure obviously it is never google symptoms it's like the worst thing you <laughs> <No>. could do <laughs> i was like oh should i i don't know what i should i'll just i'll just chew on this aspirin just in case i mean they can't hurt yeah I mean, after a while, it can actually hurt you if you just continue to chew on aspirin. Right, but I'm, don't like, do that. One aspirin is yeah. fine. Yeah. So, but I'm fine. So, if I did have anything wrong with me, it was actually probably just a terrible head cold and paranoia. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? you're good. Yeah. And I'm glad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, aside from that, oh, oh yeah, I also had another uh, spooky thing happen to me last night, actually. I got pulled over by the fucking Chicago cops. Oh, I hate getting pulled over. <sighs> Those motherfuckers. Like, and it's because I, one of my headlights is out. Mm. And I know this, and I have it in my car. I tried to get the guy at the AutoZone to replace it for right. me, because I'm like, hey, do this. You can do this. You're clearly capable. And he was like, no, I think you have to unscrew the take off the whole bumper i'm like that's bullshit just because you don't know how to do it like you should some some cars do involve that no it doesn't i looked it up since then and i'm like oh it does require like a little bit of moving things around which i like so i have to get gloves and oh it's just kind of inconvenient yeah so i have a headlight out and the cop immediately saw me and was like oh gotta pull over that bitch Mm -hmm. and they were super suspicious of like oh there's a group of people driving down the street and it's like god i hate i hate the street i hate driving down it but it's like because the most there's more than one person in a car it doesn't mean something's happening well obviously we were dealing drugs or picking oh, yeah. up drugs obviously and it's just like i'm sorry this is the most convenient route from my work to my home i'm literally just down the street but it's a street that the cops routinely pull people over on because it's i don't know full of drugs or something and it's just wildly inconvenient for me right and so i got a ticket for not having the light and but i'm like i have it right here i just can't install it right now you see it's dark Mm -hmm. but i have it i have it i have full intent i'm fine okay cool that's fine whatever but i also apparently we forgot to renew our city sticker uh yeah it's you know it's hard to read from the inside you just see those numbers and you're like I once went without, so it's not a city because it's a suburb, but whatever. Like, I went without my sticker for five, no, it had to have been like six years. They never caught me. And then finally, six years later, I got a ticket for it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to to replace that. (laughs) So then I went and the lady was like, so I didn't tell her how long it's been since I've replaced it. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're a little late from the, the deadline, but I'll let it go. She didn't charge me a late fee. I just paid for the fucking sticker. <laughs> one one, one sticker fee. I That's like, nice. Fuck yeah. Oh. I mean, I got the ticket I had to pay for. Yeah. Oh, um, cars. They're such a pain in the I dick. I hate cars. I, I love it because, you know, you can go where you want whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But they cost so much. Yeah. They are just so much maintenance. <sighs> oh, They're frustrating. I, I do remember one spooky thing. It actually happened today. It's walking to my car. So I've been starting later at work Mm -hmm. and i have to park like really far away now um so we're we are located by like a golf course and there's like a river that like splits us with the golf course and there's Mm -hmm. like a lot of nature nearby yeah so i have to park well i I don't have to but i parked over by like where the little creek is or whatever Mm -hmm. and it's already kind of dark over there and i'm like oh man it's really dark over here and i'm walking in my car i'm like it's a good thing it's not any darker. And then the fucking light goes out that's over by the cars. I'm like, this is a joke. I'm about to be murdered. Like, this is... So, yeah, I thought I was going to get murdered. But you didn't. I clearly. did not get murdered. Good job. 
um but did not I to be murdered. <laughs> it got worse and worse i was like really nervous so then like i went to go open my my back door to put my computer in the car and like i never locked the back door because i was i only locked the front door so you have to press it twice to get all the doors to unlock okay so mine like one is just the, my door and then the second one is it's every all door. doors yeah and so I never pressed it the second time. So I'm like, I want my door open. And then I went to put the computer in. And then I hit my head at the top of the car. And I'm like, I am just making it really easy yeah. for a murderer right now. Like, I'm knocking myself out. I'm fumbling all over everything. Like, just come attack me already because Get it over you have with. every advantage. Um, oh, man. But yeah, that was kind of creepy. That's pretty funny, though. I like... and. I was even like freaked out in my car because it was just so dark when the light went out and mm-hmm. it was car- dark in my car. Yeah. And then I turned on my headlights and the headlights were like on the nature in front of me. Yeah. And it looked really creepy. And I'm like, I'm going to go because if something <laughs> pops out right now, I'm going to piss myself. Like, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So that was creepy. Yeah. Well, okay. So our topic today is haunted things yeah haunted stuff haunted items yes objects i can't think of other Uh, words for things things full of ghosts (laughs) things full of ghosts um all right so i'm doing we don't have anything else we have to cover right i don't know i mean we could we could stop and do some like spooky news look up do you have spooky news i don't know aliens are real i hate them (laughs) Google it. <laughs> I love that you hate aliens so much. <laughs> I want to specifically do an alien episode just so you could talk about how much you hate aliens. You know, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll do aliens because I'll be UFOs. Uh, they're flying they're, uh, objects. and so, Oh, yeah. They could be haunted objects. Well, they're not haunted, but they're real. What and they're they out there. They are haunted, though. They I could don't be know. haunted. They could be. We don't know what space ghosts are doing. We don't know what space ghosts are doing. But yeah, and like oh, that no. was one we were gonna do. Yeah, but then we're like, wait, how? <laughs> <laughs> we there was a it. specific thing that I heard of I that I was that, thinking. That's what of. I was thinking of too. There was something, and it's like there's sounds that people hear in space. Yeah, it's like un- unknowable something. I don't know. But don't yeah, know no, like definitely recently it has come out that like there's like our air force, our government, they're definitely following things they see in the sky. Yeah. And it's just like, well, we all knew it. Like, why was it such a lie? <sighs> fucking aliens. If they had just come out with it earlier, this wouldn't be such a big fucking deal. Yeah, and I know. And it's like really frustrating because like now, really, aliens, stop. Don't come here now. We're very, it's very embarrassing. It's so bad. Don't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like. This is not us. This, this is, is. Look, we. Oh. Yeah, yeah, this is not the time that I want to interact with any intergalactic beings. Because yeah. Jesus squeezes us. No. Anyway, back to haunted objects <laughs> instead of flying <laughs> ones. Um, Tell me your story, boo. Okay. I am going to talk about the haunted wedding dress of Anna Baker. Mm, Anna Baker? Was she a baker? No. Oh, well. She she belonged to a very wealthy family, actually. Oh. Um, so there was this really wealthy dude. And, of course, it's a dude because it's the 1800s and women aren't allowed to have things. So, um, so there's this wealthy guy and he builds this mansion like they fucking do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 1849. And how original they call it. The Baker Mansion. Oh, yeah. So his name is Elias Baker. It's really big, and it's filled with luxurious or luxuries of the world. And, okay, so before I keep going, All right. I need to show you what Elias looks like. Okay. And I need you to tell me okay. if it looks like anyone we know. <laughs> Slight resemblance, maybe. I don't know. It, like, immediately, like, made me think of someone. Like, his... Okay, if the hair structure, do you know what I'm talking about? Think crazy hair. If Adam ever looked that sad (laughs) and had, and that guy had crazier hair, it would be him. Then I could see maybe that's his great great grandpapa. Like I don't know, I saw it. I was like, shit, this guy looks real familiar. And I'm like, (gasps) my god, it was really funny. 
So, Elias, he is described as a proud, uh, as proud and dominated his family. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, he had a daughter. Um, they had a lot of kids, but one of his daughters, Anna. So, Anna's really excited. She tells her dad she's in love. She's going to get married. And he's, like, thrilled. He's like, yeah, awesome marriage. So, she buys this super expensive, unique dress and um she's you know she's super excited about her wedding but then her father finds out that she's in love with a steel worker who works for him i didn't find his name anywhere so i'm sorry um how did his father wait how did her father approve of marriage in general but not like know who she was going I to marry know. like that's like, like it's super weird like did you really not give any fuck about what was going no. on you were just like it was his second daughter Oh. So maybe that's why. <laughs> the spare. This is the other one. You know, just in case, daughter. But she buys this. Yeah, so she, so he's like, he's like, no. You can't, you can't be with this guy. He's of lower class. Um, and I will not have this. Yeah. And she was like, no, I don't care. I don't, I don't care about being wealthy. I don't. I don't want all this stuff. I just no, wanna... Papa. I love him. Right, you don't exactly. I just want to be with this man who I love desperately. I love him, Daddy. Exactly. And so um, Anna's mom, who I found her name later, I don't remember what it was. I'm so sorry. I didn't write it down. Um, hold on. I can find it. Hetty. Such an old-fashioned name. So Hetty was like, she was like, yeah, this is fine. I don't know what the problem is. But she, again, she's a woman. Yeah. And she doesn't matter. So <laughs> what, her, what she thinks doesn't matter. And so she's not allowed to marry this guy, basically. Um, so where am I at? Okay. So I guess some stories say that, like, um, she's she was seen like dancing around the house in her wedding dress mm-hmm. she never got to wear it so she wore it just kind of like around the house yeah um but she was obviously like very bitter towards her dad um for good reason and once her father died it was too late her love also had died oh no so she oh, could like, never marry late. him oh so she dies an old maid i hate that word like i hate that it's whatever she was thriving but um so she dies she never gets to marry the guy she loves and the dress um so she has this dress right so before she dies someone does actually get to wear the dress hold on let me find her real quick i'm gonna talk about it later but i'll talk about it now so there's this girl elizabeth bell and i guess she like so she for some reason um oh so Belle is her married name elizabeth dysert that's her maiden name so she ends up getting the dress for some reason i don't know if she buys it from her or they give it to her i don't know but she was actually like really rude towards anna and like kind of made fun of her like oh you never got to wear this look at me i'm getting married and get to wear your wedding dress and like really awful and like i was really trying to find something where like something bad happens to her but nothing bad like they don't have anything she just gets married in the dress and she's awful that's it oh no i'm sorry bell is her her maiden dysert is her her married and like i guess her father founded a nearby town and it's called bellwood good for them she should have been haunted <laughs> is what i think because she was really mean to her maybe she was haunted maybe, maybe she was just privately haunted. haunted some people keep their hauntings on the down low out right. of like embarrassment and fear don't do that tell us you should tell us your ghost stories <laughs> tell us what how tell us what haunts you um okay so especially if you're a huge bitch yeah for serious so the baker mansion ends up a museum and the wedding dress ends up back in the museum in Anna's old room and it's owned by the Blair County Historical Society um, and this is all in Pennsylvania the muse- the house and museum is in Altoona good old Altoona Altoona so the hauntings so this dress is in like this glass case mm-hmm. and everyone or not everyone but people who visit it say that they can see the dress sway behind the glass Ooh. 
And on full moons, that's when, like, extra stuff happens. Yeah. And it's people have said that the dress has um, would will shake violently to where it seems like the glass might break. Oh, jeez. Um, people think it's Anna's goes trying to come out and wear the dress, and she was never able to. People have also seen the reflection of a woman stare back at them when they look into the glass. Ooh. And some have even said that the dress floats as if someone is holding it out in front of them. Oh. Like, admiring it. Yeah. So, the historical society was like, oh, no, it's the floorboards. Like, when you walk up to it, it moves the dress, like, because, like, I don't know, like, it moves the box it's in, and that's Uh what moves the dress, and then oh, maybe there's a draft and it, like, somehow gets into the sealed glass box. <laughs> you, know those se- <laughs> you know those drafty sealed glass yeah. boxes. It happens. Um, so I guess they did, like, uh, they did find some proof at night, like, on a camera. I can't find the footage of it, but I'm going to try to find it. Um, and post it on our Facebook group, but I guess there's video of overnight like when no one's even in the room and the Mm -hmm. dress is like swaying so like the floorboard thing is debunked okay because no one's there to walk on it right like move it right and it makes no sense makes zero sense yeah it does not so take that um, historical society right fuck you man fuck science it's ghosts (laughs) yes that needs to be on a shirt um, so some people have also seen apparitions of Anna in her wedding dress walking around the museum all over the house. Um, but Anna is not the only ghost in the house. People also believe to see, um, Elias. I think he's mostly seen in the dining room. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's a woman in black and they think that's her mother or her other sister or one of, I don't know, one of the other daughters. Then there's Anna's brother, David, who had died in a steamboat accident. And people say they can hear screaming from the room they kept his dead body in. Oh, God. So they kept his body in an icebox because it was too cold to bury him. So they had to wait like a month for for the ground to like um, soften. Yeah, thaw. Thank you. Um, So that's fun. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, People will see figures in the mirrors furniture moves um and people have heard footsteps there's also a music box that people hear but they've never found a music box (laughs) (laughs) oh a creepy music box that's coming from nowhere i love it some people say they've seen the bitter old maid who's oh wait is that supposed to be anna probably oh god who's been lurking in the parlor in the bedrooms of the sec on the second floor there's Anna's other brother, Sylvester, who enjoys banging his cane on the floor. <laughs> oh, crotchy old oh, man ghost. Man. So there's more. Oh, so it's cold spots. Um, weird, unexplainable odors. You know, the whole shebang. Okay, so the dress has been removed from the display. Um, the muse- museum says that it's because they don't want it to become damaged from the sun and other things, but maybe it's because they're just really freaked out that it moves on its own. <laughs> <laughs> you um, could also just move it to a room where, or a corner where the sun isn't, you know? Yeah, right. Like, like keep it in a dark place. Yeah. Like you the can, mu- like you the can field pr- museum. You can protect it from the sun. There are ways to do that. To I was g- say, the field museum does that thing. They have all that stuff in like the dark rooms and they have like special lights that they put on it. Yeah. So it doesn't damage right. the stuff. Right, you can still see and, like, get around. Right. Um, so then there was another site I found. It's called shop.hauntedcuriosities.com. All right. And they sell haunted stuff. Excellent. <laughs> um, and they were... So sh- the dress showed up on it, but it's not the... Dr- so apparently they did sell the dress, according to this site. Um, but that's not what they were selling. And it already was bought. But they were selling, apparently, the dress had a necklace that was um, paired with it in the display. And that's what they were selling. Here, I'll show you. This is the necklace. It's only $95. I would have bought the shit out of that. Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) If it were still for sale. 
Um, but I guess, like, they say that the dress was sold. So I don't know if that's true. Um, if someone is from Pennsylvania, can you go to the museum and ask them and find out? I guess I could call. Yeah, you could also call. You Maybe have- I'll do that. <laughs> oh my God, like, real investigating? Yeah. Excuse me. Where's this dress? (laughs) Do you still have it? Tell me about it. What has happened to it? Give me the 411. I want it. Actually, it's kind of ugly. I didn't show you. Probably, obviously. Come on, from the 19, I mean, 1890s? Yeah, probably. 18 something. Well, she died in 1914. It doesn't say how old she was, though. So, yeah. But it's it's like real ugly. I don't like it. Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) ugly. It's, wow. It's like, it kind of reminds me of like a clown costume. Yeah, it does look very clowny. I mean, Do you know what I mean, maybe if it was on a body, it would look probably more flattering. Maybe. If it was, you know, it. Right. That is not a good. It's a saggy, okay. saggy okay. sack of clown. It just, it looks clowny and it looks like maybe clown meets toy soldier. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how else to like explain that. No, it's just on the hanger. That's another thing. They should not have kept it on a hanger. Yeah, that's not how you store nice clothes. Uh, yeah, it's only on a hanger. That's, I thought maybe there was... Oh. It just does not look nice. That's not how you store ancient nice clothes, at least. Dear Pennsylvania. Get your shit together. Like, come <laughs> on. But, yeah, it's apparently very haunted. Um, there were a couple sites, too, that said that if you wear the dress, you'll be, like, unlucky in love or some shit like that. Oh, I don't no. know. Um, but apparently the necklace they were trying to sell, you'd be lucky in love. Like, it, hmm. like you'd you'd be with, I don't know. It wouldn't be so bad, <laughs> basically. <laughs> All right. So that is Anna Baker's haunted wedding dress. I'm going to hunt for that dress now. I want to <laughs> know where it is. <laughs> I don't want it because it's ugly, but. I have to use your that's okay. computer for a little stand for my phone. I'm super excited about your story. That's where my notes are on my phone. What cool story, boo. Thank you. You know that dress is ugly as soon. Yeah, I know. All right. So my story starts. Well, starts. Well, it starts. Okay. (laughs) It begins. It begins. (laughs) Uh... September 2000, early 2000s, there was an estate sale in Portland, Oregon. It was the estate of a Jewish woman, Havela, who had been in Poland during World War II. She was forced into a Nazi concentration camp, but amazingly, she escaped with a group of prisoners and made her way to Spain, where she lived out the remainder of the war. Eventually, she made her way to America and had a family and passed away at the age of 103. Man. Yeah. So in comes this man to this estate sale, Kevin Manis some owner of an antique shop. He takes a shining to this old wine cabinet. Uh, Havela's granddaughter explains to him that when she was growing up, her grandmother had always kept the wine cabinet in her sewing room. It was always shut and set in a place that was out of reach. Uh, her grandmother would always call it a debuk box. Mm-mm. When the girl asked her what was inside, her grandmother spit three times through her fingers and said, a debuk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. <laughs> Uh, and her grandma told her never to open the wine cabinet. Ever, ever, ever. Don't oh, God, ever there's a body it. in it. Oh, no, it's a, it's a small cabinet. Oh, okay. Like, it maybe carries, I want to say, four bottles of wine, maybe. it's like Maybe there's a head in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the granddaughter told Kevin that her grandma asked that the box be buried with her. However, um, the qu- request was, you know, not followed through with because... Uh, People suck. Because that wouldn't be within Jewish Orthodox uh, burial rules. So they were like, no, Grandma. I was like, well, maybe listen to your Grandma. She probably has reasons. Right. Capital R reasons. Anyway, this dude took the cabinet to his store and put it in his basement workshop where he planned on refinishing it and giving it to his mother as a gift. Uh, he opened the shop for the day and went to run some errands, leaving a young woman who was a salesperson in charge. After a while, dude got a call from his salesperson. She was terrified and claimed that there was an intruder in the shop. They had somehow locked the iron gates and emergency exit and was now in the workshop swearing and breaking shit. Oh, my God. He told her to call the police and dramatically his phone died. So he sped to the shop. It was locked. He 
found his employee hiding um, in his office and he ran to the basement. At the bottom of the stairs, he like s- suddenly smelled like this overwhelming uh, cat urine smell. Ugh. Yeah, right? <laughs> I know that smelled too well. Right? Uh, so the lights didn't work. Uh, on investigating, he found that all the light bulbs in the basement were broken. Oh, shit. All nine incandescent bulbs had been broken in their sockets, and all ten four-foot fluorescent tubes were lying shattered on the floor. He did not find an intruder. Um, and there was only one entrance to the basement, and it, it would have been impossible for anyone to leave without meeting him somewhere in the shop. Um, he went back to speak with his salesperson, but she had pieced the fuck out and never came back. Smart move, BT Dubs. Uh, yeah. Anyway, back to this dummy Kevin. He has no explanation for what happened in his shop that day and certainly doesn't suspect the wine cabinet. <laughs> he opens the box. His first mistake. He, well, his uh, m- many mistakes. Yeah. So he opens his box, the box that he was told not to open, because he doesn't give a fuck. Uh, inside, he finds the following items. One 1928 U.S. wheat penny, one 1925 U.S. wheat penny, one small lock of blonde hair bound with a string, one oh small lock of black hair bound with a string, one small granite statue engraved with gilded Hebrew letters that spelled out shalom, uh, one dried rosebud, one golden wine cup, and one strange cast iron candlestick holder with octopus legs is it a spell probably (laughs) (laughs) that sounds a lot like a spell or a curse or something yeah he tried to return the items he found in the box to the family and they were like nope (laughs) you can keep that (laughs) no thank you (laughs) uh so anyways after opening the cabinet he decided not to refinish it he just cleaned it up and gave it to his mother for her birthday as planned they were about to go out to lunch. He stepped out of the room to make a phone call. And a few minutes later, his new employee came in in a panic and was like, there's something wrong with your mom. God. So he went back in to see what was going on. He found his mom sitting in a chair beside the cabinet. Her face had no expression, but tears were streaming down her cheeks. No matter what he tried, she wouldn't respond. She couldn't respond. Turns out she had had a stroke. Mm. So she, they took her to the hospital. Um... She had partial paralysis for a while. Um, she couldn't form words. Uh, she has since uh, regained the ability to speak. But at the time, like, the only way she could communicate was by pointing um, two letters of an of an alphabet out. Like, they had this board. Right. So she could spell out things that she wanted to say. Um, so when he was visiting her in the hospital the following day, he asked how she was doing. She teared up and spelled out the words, no gift. Uh, and then he was like, oh, she must have forgotten stroked it out of her brain that I gave her a gift. And he was like, no, I did give you a gift. Remember the wine cabinet? And she's like, mm, and she spelled out hate gift. Oh, God. Yeah. And then he fucking laughed because he's a dumbass. Oh, uh, God. He told her not to worry. He told her that he was so sorry that she didn't like the cabinet and he would get her anything in the world if she would just promise to get well soon. Get the cabinet away. Yeah. <laughs> just maybe do that. Do that. No, whatever. He's 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 just a big old dummy. Uh, still, he didn't associate anything that happened with the cabinet. And so he gave the cabinet to his sister. Oh, God. She kept it for a week and then gave it back. She complained that she couldn't get the doors to stay closed and they kept coming open. Uh, he gave it to his brother and his brother's wife. Um, they kept it for three days and then they gave it back. His brother said it smelled like jasmine flowers, but um, his brother's wife insisted that it smelled like cat urine. Oh, God. So then Kevin gave it to his girlfriend. Stop giving it to people. He's he's a big old dummy. <laughs> big, big dummy. Uh, and his girlfriend lasted two days. And she was like, it's, no, give it back. And was like, sell it. Just sell it for me. So he sold it that same day to a nice middle-aged couple. Uh-oh. Three days later, when he came in to open his shop for the day, he found the cabinet sitting on the front uh-huh. doors with a note that read, this has a bad darkness. <laughs> <laughs> he, being a big dummy, had no idea what that meant. Anyway, he ended up taking it home. Oh, Jesus, this guy. I know. He is hopeless. So he starts having this recurring nightmare where he's with someone he knows and loves and trusts, and suddenly they transform into this horrible, evil hag beast and beat the shit out of him. Oh, my God. <laughs> he thinks nothing of it. He's so dumb. I know. He deserves all of this. <laughs> right? Oh, man. So eventually, like, his sister and her husband come visit for a day, and they stay in his house. And the next morning, his sister is all like, oh, my God, I had this nightmare last night. 
It was like this nightmare I had before. Very strange. And she went on to describe Kevin's nightmare in detail. Oh, jeez. And her husband's all like, wait, I have that same nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Many creepy feelings, y'all. So Kevin is finally starting to put, like, two and two together. Oh, finally. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, hang on a moment. And he calls everyone else he gave the cabinet to and was like, hey, have you had any weird dreams? Like, maybe about this hag woman that beat the shit out of you? And they're all like, yeah, actually. That was funny. I did. Is it the grandmother? No. Oh. No. Okay. (laughs) No, probably not. It's a weird thing. Okay. So things get a little crazier. Kevin begins seeing things out of the corners of his eyes. Creeping darkness following him everywhere. Darting things. Visitors to his house see the same thing. He tries putting the wine cabinet in a storage shed outside, but that night he woke up to a fire alarm going off in the shed, and he was like, oh, shit. He went, ran out there to check it out. No fire, no smoke, but yeah, the smell of cat urine. Hmm. And he's like, mm, fuck this shit. Goes back inside, and then his house smells like cat urine. He's like, God damn it. So he goes back outside, grabs the cabinet, brings it back inside. And he's like trying to research anything. Um, He fell asleep, surfing the internets, and had the nightmare again. He woke up at 4.30 in the morning, felt like someone was breathing on his neck. Mm. And then he saw like this huge shadow thing running down the hallway away from him. So then he's finally had enough. What does he decide to do with it? Sell it on eBay. (gasps) Yeah. How many sh- does it say how much he got for it? It doesn't I can't find out how much he got for okay. it. But someone else sold it. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't like I tried to find it, I couldn't find it. So he sold it to this guy, Iosef Nietzsche, a Missouri student at Truman State University. And that guy, he kept it for eight months. He claimed the box caused lights to burn out in his house, his hair to fall out. Oh, Jesus. Um, he suffered insomnia, and his roommates also did that. And he and his roommates suffered from insomnia and strange illnesses in the presence of this box. So he sold it on eBay to Jason Haxton, I think for $280 or $2,800. Probably $280. Does that, hmm, that doesn't sound like a lot, but no. whatever. So Jason buys it. He claims that he experienced welts and hives when he first had the box and even coughing up blood and choking. Oh, jeez. He said touching the box almost puts it into a liquid state, which sounds real fucked up and weird. Um, He says when he had the box, he saw strange lights and shadows. Um, He consulted with rabbis to try to figure out a way to seal the Dybbuk back into the box. And apparently it was successful. And he put the box in a sealed secret location for a while. And then he okay. decided to give it to our main man, Zach Baggins, for his haunted oh, museum. Oh, Zach. Yep. <laughs> so you can visit this fucking Dybbuk box. Mr. Baggins. Mr. Baggins. When is that shit opening? We gotta it's go. It's open. Is it open? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, it's open. I know, because I feel like it kept getting delayed. It was delayed literally for years, but it's yeah. finally open, so okay. you can actually go see this thing. Um, We need to go. Yeah. I want to go so bad, like right now. I know. Well, we don't. It's too late. It's the middle of the week. <laughs> we can't actually do this. Yeah, so I was. Oh, goodness. Let's keep doing it. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Now it's out of our system. Oh, man. So, what the fuck is a Dybbuk? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. Because you said it. So, like, you said it with that the grandma said it. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like maybe I should know what this is, but I have no idea what it is. And then you said that they tried to put it back in. So, I'm like, maybe it's like a... It's some. It's something. It is like, something. Yeah. Uh, a Dybbuk is considered a evil spirit mm. or a malevolent spirit. It's... Basically, like a demon, not a. It's not technically a demon. Okay. Demons are different. Um, like it's a Jewish lore, I think. Is that what I want to call it? I don't know. Like okay. it's. Um. So basically, they're believed to be like lost souls who either because of the enormity of their sins were not allowed to go on to whatever happens after you die, so they're stuck on Earth because of that, or they're like a less evil person, but there are committed to tormenting a more evil person basically okay so but usually dibbix they want to possess a living thing 
and they it could be like a plant it could be an animal usually they try to get people though Mm -hmm. so the fact that this thing was inside this box is real weird but maybe that has something to do with like it got sealed there because of some ritual that the grandma right. participated and in. and that was trying to maybe get into these people through their dreams. Yeah, like, because grandma and her family, like, they never had anything happen, but, like, she was like, I'll gotta keep this sealed, gotta keep this thing locked up tight. So when this dumbass Kevin opened up the box, he released it. Right. I don't know. Ugh. Should've listened to grandma. Yeah, should've. Always listen to your grandma. Mm-hmm. Even if she's not your grandma listen to grandma yeah i don't know because i can't find specific things about how jewish exorcisms are performed but you know probably most of that stuff is in hebrew yeah so i probably couldn't even because it's different i never thought of that yeah like so this could be how it's performed maybe question mark or possibly it was a different thing that's so or it could have been like like a homemade kind of exorcism that the grandma did one day who knows it's very very confusing very mysterious but it is haunted as fuck box she knew too she was like yeah she knew shit with me she was like hey i'm gonna take this to my grave literally and they were like no you can't do that grandma (sighs) she was gonna take one for the team yeah but they wouldn't let her damn it kids they should i don't know if there's like a if there's anything against digging up a jewish body but like yeah probably pull her up and put it in with her maybe maybe not maybe not dig her up but just like still bury it with her she just didn't want it to be opened she didn't want it to be disturbed bury it somewhere yeah like it should just be kept closed and not fucked with again at least they say that whatever it was was sealed back into the box so hopefully it will remain shut and sealed but you know eventually some dumbass is going to open it again because that's how everything always happens but then you just gotta have to deal with your pee smells and your hag dreams so you brought that on yourself don't go opening strange boxes and cat pee smell is the worst yeah I I cannot think of a worse smell other than maybe, like, vomit or something. But, like, yeah, like, so uh, most of the people, like, they smell cat urine when they're around the box, but sometimes people smell jasmine flowers. It's, like, either or. I want to know why. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I want to know what, like, what what picks what you smell. Like, how does, I don't, what determines that? Yeah. I don't know. Because at first I thought maybe it was because... Because you said the um, brother-in-law smelled jasmine, but the sister smelled, smelled cat urine. urine. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's like a uh, like female smell. But then, but he smelled the cat urine too. So I was like, all but right. Yeah, Kevin also smelled jasmine flowers at one point. He smelled, oh. he smelt, he both. smelt both. Huh. So it's a weird, whatever the box feels like. That's super interesting. Yeah. The end. Well, cool story, boo. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I've never heard of that, actually. Really? Yeah, you said that. I, w- I would know it. I'm like, I don't think I've ever heard that. I've never heard of the no. dip box? I have not heard of it. My goodness. Well, I'm so excited that I, I now know about it. My goodness. I thought everyone knew. Well. And now problem. I'm excited that I know that you can the, see it in the, the Bagans <laughs> Museum is open. <laughs> yeah. And to be like, any honestly, if anyone's gone to it yet, please tell us about it. Yeah. Go on our group. You don't even have to do it publicly. Email us, whatever. I just want to know what it's like. Yes. Tell us about it, booze. If Mr. Bagans is listening, send us free tickets (laughs) to go to your museum. No, he won't. We'll drive there. (laughs) I'll drive there. I mean, yeah, I'll I'll go there one day, but I'll expect to get it for free. He'll know us. (laughs) It's my ghost hose. Didn't you call me bagels on your your podcast? It's out of love. <laughs> it is out of love. I love that man. Like he is so ridiculous, but I absolutely love him. Oh man, I love the show. I love his baggy pants, I, his muscle shirts. Like I just <laughs> the whole thing. I'm uh, a fan. So awesome. I really enjoyed that. Um, I guess this is the part where we have our recommendations. Yeah, Do you have one. I recommend I, I recommend everyone you should watch an episode or two of The Haunted Collector. Oh, that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, cool. I yeah. mean, it's all about haunted objects, so. It's a it's such a good show. I think it's a, his daughter's on it too, right? Like it's the guy yeah, and then it's his like daughter. A, it's like a family. Yeah. Run. And they keep thing. all the stuff too. Yeah, they do. But I don't think they have a museum. I think they just I think they did at one point. Maybe they I think it's very before Lorraine and um and Ed had a museum. Yeah. They just kept them. I think it's very similar to that. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that yeah. is such a great show. Yeah, it is. I love it. The Haunted Collector. The I have Haunted a, Collector. I have a non-ghost-related recommendation. Cool. Um, I saw I, Tanya this weekend. What? I, Tanya. I, Tanya. It's the Tanya Harding movie. <sighs> I loved it. Was Tanya Harding the one who she was did the, the deed or got did the deed? Okay. <laughs> she didn't personally do the deed. Okay. So like, here's the thing. I've always, like, when I was younger, I loved Tanya Harding. She mm-hmm. was my favorite figure skater. Then it happened. Yeah. And I still respected her as a figure skater. Yeah. I, no, to this, like, I'm still very iffy on whether or not I believe her story. Yeah. That she, she was some, she was definitely involved, but not yeah. as involved as people think. I kind of believe her. Yeah. Especially the way they tell it in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's believable. And like, you know what, this this could have happened right this definitely sounds like something that could have happened especially the, with the people in her life real fucked up it people was around bad all right like real bad like the violence again from her husband was they show some of that and it's like yikes ooh. bikes and yeah. like the she was you know she was abused as a child she was abused as an adult like it just yeah it was a bad situation for her and i I do feel for her because she was banned from ice skating after that. Like she couldn't do it anymore, and that was like the one thing that she liked that and she, she had. loved and had and was good at. And I get it. Yeah, she she did something wrong, and and again, I don't know how involved she was in it. Yeah, I don't know if anyone will ever will, but like, I do still feel bad for her. And, and again, I am in no way defending what happened to Nancy Kerrigan. I, it was awful. It should not have happened. You, you know, like... What happened to Nancy Carrick? <laughs> <laughs> I was very young, and I didn't care about so, ice skating, so I don't know. <laughs> so what happened is... This is suddenly turning into an ice skating podcast. Um, so Nancy Kerrigan was practicing yes. at the rink in Detroit, and she gets off the ice. She's heading to, like, change or whatever after practice, and um, a hired person hits her knee with a police baton oh jesus like wax it like real bad okay and so she is just like down and they actually have all the footage still from like because there were cameras everywhere because they were recording her while she was practicing too yeah so then there were cameras from after the attack and she like there's the famous why and I, you know i hate that because it kind of People make fun of it all the time, and I feel bad because she was legitimately in pain. Yeah, like, like that would that was fucking a legitimate hurt. like response to that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, but she um, there's like a ton of like video footage of her in pain, like on the ground, and then like I think her father picks her up and carries her to the hospital. Oh, and it's so I don't know. In the movie, they make it seem like the recovery was like very quick. She was able to still compete in the Olympics and play second. And then Tanya Harding was actually able to still participate in the Olympics, but she placed seventh. And there's like a big thing with that, too, because when she went to that Olympics, they were in the back trying to get her laced up and they were having issues with her skates. Her laces broke. And so they were trying to like knot it like shorter than it normally is. Uh Uh-huh. And so she was like, I, I don't feel comfortable with this. I don't feel comfortable with this. But they were like, you have to get on the ice or else you're going to get disqualified. So she starts her routine. And like, I want to say 10, 15 seconds into it, she just stops, starts crying and heads over to the judges and is like, look, look at my skate. I'm going to break my ankle. Will you please allow me to go replace my skates? Like, this is during the Olympics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is like, yeah, this shit does not happen. So... I don't think they thought well of that. So, I don't know. I just feel for her and not trying to blame <laughs> anything on Nancy. She did nothing. Yeah. She sh- it shouldn't have happened to her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that there it was, um, it was okay. Like, it should not have happened. Right. Um, You're that's, 
That's my Itania. I, I thought it was just very good. And Margot Robbie did a really good job with it. Oh. So. Did she play Tanya or Nancy? She did. She played Tanya. <laughs> okay. I have and no then, idea. And uh, then Allison Janie, I think is that her name? She just won a, a Golden Globe for her role as her mom. Okay. Terrible lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, here's the thing. Even if you don't know the story and you're not, like, so uninterested in it. Yeah. It was still a good movie. Yeah, I'm sure it's i'll probably watch it because i like dramatic bullshit so yeah it was very good yeah cool wow. so highly recommend i tanya no matter whose side you're on don't be on anyone's side just be a movie lover be so. on the side of the ice yes and yeah. sorry if i sound like a terrible person i honestly it's okay you're yeah. fine stop apologizing i can't stop no can't stop won't stop can't stop i'm sorry stopping right now <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, all right, cool. Let's end this. Okay. Yeah, let's go home. So you can follow us on Twitter. We're at the Ghost Hose. Same on Instagram. Facebook, join our group. Or page. Yep. Like our page and join our group. Yep. Um, we do giveaways sometimes. Like mm-hmm. some people just won some of our mugs. Oh, we have merch. Yeah. We have coffee mugs and t-shirts. Uh, Teespring.com slash the Ghost Hose. Yep. There that you go. sounds correct. Yeah, go buy some um, shit. We just reduced all the prices. Not again from last time. It's the same reduced prices, but slightly cheaper. Yeah. So. It's a fire sale. <laughs> Everything must go. Fire. <laughs> it's on fire. Oh, fire no. stuff. <laughs> it would really help us. You know. Yes, it would. Not even, not even just like financially, but like. Emotionally. Would, yeah. <laughs> it would validate. Yeah. I think that's all we got for today. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Bye, Bye booze. Ghost house.